Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. Into the three o'clock hour we go. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Sello, Matt Scraby have a daily gambit ready for you here shortly. I don't think I did that well this weekend after having such a good, you know, week of gambling. I think it all came crashing down. I don't know. You went 4-0 on your NFL picks. Mm. I did go 4-0 on my NFL picks. Yes, you sir. You did miss one. So, uh, you know, you're still the man. <laughs> still got still got we Scraby and I still have to beat the man to be the man. Yeah, that's right. Right now Scra- you're the man. Scraby uh Scraby knows nothing about that. I was point. just going to say I'm very well versed <laughs> in not beating the man. Uh Daily Gambit as I said coming your way. I don't know if you guys remember the play they the Buffalo tried the fake punt on four, in the fourth quarter uh, with yes. DeMar Hamlin. With DeMar, DeMar Hamlin, Hamlin carried of all people, yeah. So, I heard that there was only 10 guys on the field, which is why they called for the fake punt. Then, you know, they never showed a replay of that. And it got me to thinking that maybe there wasn't 10 guys on the field and they were trying to cover up for, I believe it was Feely, who was the one who, who brought it to everybody's Jay attention. Feely, Jay Feely. Feely. Ah. But then I went back and looked, and there was. There was 10 guys on the field. They caught him in a, in a, in a disadvantage, and they still stopped the play. Isn't that a penalty, though? I thought no, you can't you get, have less than eleven guys. You have no, to, you can't have more. No, I know 11. that, but yeah, I don't think I there's a penalty. It's just your disadvantage. You got one less guy that is on the field compared to the other team, but it didn't matter anyway because they're able to stop that punt. Well, there's a big deal on uh, Bill Barnwell. If you pay for it, you can read this. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I know people want to love when I bring this up. But apparently, uh, that fake punt was called from the sideline before they ever went out there. Yeah. And so they called for it before they knew the Chiefs had 10 men on the field. Uh, They still didn't get it executed. And they still didn't get it. The other point that Barnwell brings up is that the Chiefs only had six men in the box against seven blockers, and not a single guy of that six was a defensive lineman. So really, Buffalo did the right right thing. They just didn't block anybody because DeMar Hamlin had nowhere to run. Once he took yeah, off, yeah, no, that 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 whatever holes was that he saw closed up immediately. They were done. So uh, it, was, I don't think it was a bad call, honestly. It, I mean, and listen, it, at that because point, again, the Chiefs were yeah. going to go eighty yards yeah. and drive for a touchdown at, either way. At so that, at that point, the Chiefs had gotten their offense going in such a way that you 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 had to keep that drive. You had to at least try to keep that drive. I going. think so because they, so. they were going to because they were going to go down and score. And had it not been for. Um, that ball getting punched out right at the goal line, they would have put the game away, away, as we expected they would. And really, it's just one of those crazy things that 
that as Bill Barnwell points out in this article, the Chiefs blew the play. They yeah. didn't they didn't even think they obviously weren't thinking about a fake because they had no defensive lineman on the field and they had only ten, 10 men. Guys, right. This could have cost them a trip to the championship game. And it turned out working out in their favor. Perfect. That just goes to show how things things break sometimes. Yep, no, no so. doubt about it. Uh, all right, uh, let's go ahead and jump to our daily gambit. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh, winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is a mortal lock. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit's our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Everybody, please gamble responsibly because I had a friend who sent me a 11-leg parlay that they made over the weekend for the NFL playoffs. I How'd gotta that go? say, I gotta say, they Sounds got nine. Sounds like a loser. They yeah. got nine. Yeah, it can't yeah, get nine. It's a loser. Though. Yes, you gotta it, get eleven. And it was Patrick Mahomes needed to throw. One of them was Patrick Mahomes needed to throw one interception, and he did not. So, nine out of eleven is uh, is real good if you bet all eleven individually. Yeah, yeah, not but, good on a parlay. Not good. No. On a I was actually impressed. Though. Loser. Nine legs of an eleven leg is pretty. No, you shouldn't be impressed with I the am, loss. I it's saw just, that's great. I saw Ace Detective Ace Ventura, pet detective, clip or two this weekend. Okay. Here's what I have to say about the uh, parlay. Zer. Zer. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you I thought you were going to say, do not go in there. Ah, that's my favorite line of that movie. And if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. Woo! Yeah. That line that that resonates now, with me. When I was younger, those movies came out. Were those kind of risque for maybe eight, nine-year-olds? For a nine-year-old, maybe yeah, so. Yeah, maybe okay. so. All for right. a nine-year-old. No wonder I, I don't remember watching it many times. Where were your parents? Keep an eye on you. I watched it at another kid's house. Ah, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, boy. All right. All right. So we first uh, bet on the Aztec game against Boise State on Saturday. Uh, but the game was even. The, the line was even. So it was basically just a who's who or who pick who you want to win. We all picked the Aztecs, and we lost because the Aztecs lost by one point. 67-66. Boston and Denver, the Celtics were seven-point favorites on Friday night. You guys chose Denver. I chose the Celtics. Nuggets ended up winning the game outright 102-100, so I lose that one. Yes, sir. Uh, Boston had been 20-0 and at home before that game. So oh, Denver, yes. Denver, the defending champs, staking their claim to another title run, perhaps. Wide receiver of the Texans, Nico Collins, over under 77 and a half receiving yards. We all said under, and we were all correct. He had 68, but that was close. Brock Purdy, over under 263 and a half passing yards. Chris and I said over. Tony said under, and he was under 252. <laughs> then Patrick Mahomes, over under 29 and a half rushing yards. I would like to first say Brutus fan said he would have 40 yards on the dot. He did not. You guys both said over 29 and a half. I said under, and he had 19 yards rushing. So there you go. Yeah, he really didn't have to. He really didn't have to like stretch the pocket. He wasn't really pressured all that much. The best play made all night, I thought, was maybe fourth quarter when he was blitzed. Two guys were in his face. All stepped he up. He took a little step to yeah. the side, yeah. then stepped up and on the run through a 30 yard dart. 
to and M- I thought that's MBS. why this guy can't be stopped, yeah, man. man. You don't blitz him. You, don't you, play coverage. I, I don't know what you do. You know what I noticed yesterday for for pretty much up until last night when I listened to Patrick Mahomes do like a post game interview. He just comes off as this young dude that is just really good <laughs> yeah. and like is along for the ride. Yesterday was the first time I felt like I was watching like Tom Brady after. Like almost like I knew he knew that it was gonna end in the result that it ended the whole time. Like never panic. He just seems like he's starting to kind of step into that like and, and this, this is not a knock on him. This this is supposed to happen no, every year. this sounds like a knock it's coming. Not a knock this on him. This is like, not to me disrespectful. This is, okay, go ahead. But when you play this many playoff games, you should get more comfortable as you play more, right? That might be true, but he's, he's the 13 and 3. He's played a full, almost The question a full is, it shouldn't be you be comfortable. The question is, and I guess the question, the statement should be, not everybody gets to play in this many postseason games and, and have this much success. Not a lot of guys win any playoff right. games. He's won 13 already. He's the GOAT in waiting right now. I mean, he just is. He, he is the GOAT in waiting. So. I, this is, that's a that's a accurate statement. Well, I was, okay, so here's a dorky part about me. I tuned into Kansas City Sports Talk yes, last night, like, just to see what everybody was saying. <sighs> Number one, some Two Chiefs fans said that they were America's team now, and the Cowboys were not. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, right. The other thing was is that uh, Patrick Mahomes is no longer just Patrick Mahomes. He is better than Tom Brady. He's going to get more titles than Tom. I don't know why I became yeah, a boss You just got to be careful with that part. Yeah. yeah. They were feeling themselves last night. You got to be careful with that part because, you know, you actually have to do it first. So There's a lot of good players and teams yeah. out there. And so much can go wrong between now and then. But right? he's going to be... He's certainly in wait, as Chris said. He's going to be the one you have to beat every year, and Baltimore is going to have to beat him if they want to get where they want to go. This is That's why this matchup is so intriguing. I, we'll get into that later. Go ahead, Scrape. Uh, no, that's it. I, I don't have any bets, Chris. All right, I got a few for tonight. Uh, wrapping up the uh, college basketball weekend at Kansas Got beat by West Virginia over the weekend. Yeah, the Jayhawks good. have fallen to number seven in the rankings. Wow, they dropped all the way to seven. Seven, a big, big drop for Kansas. So, wow. Yeah, they've lost more games than the Aztecs <laughs> have, and they're ranked number seven. Uh, they're home to Cincinnati tonight. 147 points is the over-under. Uh, I'll start. Kansas, so they'll go over. Kansas normally scores 80, 90 points themselves. Of course, the question is whether Cincinnati will get in the 60s, but I'll take over. 147. Tony? Over. Another over there. Tony's been hot. He was 13-6 and six last week. Scraby and I were both under 500, so it wasn't even competitive. Man, just beating the brakes off you guys. <laughs> okay, go over there. Yes, he is the man. We have <laughs> to beat so. the man if we want to be the man. Scrape. I had to look up uh, the Cincinnati Bearcats and what they're doing. They're actually they're thirteen and five. They're not bad. Okay, um, so and they're scoring a lot of points. So I'm going to say over. All three of us go over yeah. there. All right, number three ranked North Carolina is home tonight to Wake Forest. The Demon Deacons, one of Scraby's favorite schools. Yes. He seems to answer them on trivia all the time, <laughs> even though they don't aren't really the actual answer. One day it's going to win me a game. One Wake day you'll get it right. Uh, Tony, who you like here? Seven and a half points for Wake Forest. Oh, for Wake Forest. Wake Forest is getting seven and a half. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, the Tar Heels. Tar Heels. Tar Heels. <laughs> it's hard to take Wake Forest. Yeah. 
The Demon I, Deacons. I don't know how much, but it's North Carolina's at home. Scraby, I'm taking North Carolina also. It's like Man. Chris Paul, the last one to come out of Wake Forest. That's Maybe Tim Duncan. Yeah. He was before, though. Was he before? Yeah. Yeah, okay, well then Chris Paul's the last. There's had to be somebody else, but I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with you guys, the Tar Heels. Oh, come on. I thought you'd take your team. That's why I put them in there. They had no, a dude not. named, they had a dude, I can't remember his first name, Childress. But I don't think he played very long in the NBA, though. He was a pretty good player. I don't know. Oh, Wake Forest. Yeah. Wake oh. Forest. Josh Childress? Jo- was, no, that was Stanford's uh, Childress. Oh. There's another, there another one. All right, Joel Embiid has scored over 30 points in 19 consecutive games right now. That's nutty. That is Randolph pretty good. Randolph Childress. How do you know who that is? It's, oh, that was my. That was my. Uh, that was the great time of college basketball for me. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Chris. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, 30, 30 consecutive or 19 consecutive games for Embiid over 30. His over under tonight is 35 and a half points. Ooh. But that is his scoring average. Yeah, that's thirty-five a lot. and a half points. They're playing the Spurs. Oh, never mind. So that's either never good mind. or bad because you good. don't know how you know he may not play that. Oh, much. he might not be in a game long enough. That's something you got to maybe it, consider it, anyway. Embiid seems like he's on a mission so that he would get his thirty-five and three quarters. So they're gonna I'm, make they're uh, gonna make sure he keeps a streak alive. Yeah, right? I, I'm gonna say. Woods over, I guess. You're going to go over. Tony's going over 35. I'll go over 35 and a half points. 36 and B. 37. Ah! You changing? Yeah, 36 is a lot. I know he's good, but. How many straight games? 19 over 19 straight over 30. That's crazy. He's not just getting 30 either. He's He's getting 40, 50. Who has the record? Does anybody know? For most 30-point games in a row, that's a good question. Probably Jordan. Probably somebody of that ilk. Probably Jordan. I'm trying to look it up right now. Okay. Are are you still going over? No, I'm not. I changed it. You're changing. I'm going to go under also. I think what's going to happen is uh, he's going to get to 31, and they're going to take him out. (laughs) Uh, Phoenix is home to the Bulls tonight. Bulls. Well, you're Zach Levine. He's 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 really making it tough on you. He's also making it tough for them to trade him. Yeah, he's they can't out, trade him if he's hurt. All the time. Nope. And every time he's out, they win. I mean, they're winning much more without him than they do with him. Bulls at Phoenix tonight. Phoenix giving five and a half. Always difficult to bet on the Suns because you never know who's going to play for the Suns. Scraby, who do you like here? Um... The Bulls. No, I'm going to go Suns. Suns. And, and by the way, I looked up the record for most consecutive games, 30 or more points. Wilt. Wilt did it twice. Oh, yeah, Wilt. My goodness. But he... there is an active player on this list. James Harden did 32 games from December 13, 2018 Damn, to 2018. 32 straight games of 30 plus? Yeah. Pretty good. That what is. was Wilt's record? You didn't say. 65. <laughs> <laughs> That's almost a whole season. Just well, yeah. <laughs> well, Wilt one season averaged 50.1. That That's was his crazy, average for the man. season. Uh, all right, wow. I'll take the Bulls because uh, I like the Bulls. Tony, mm. any love for the Bulls here? Five and a half points. Five and a half. They're where At again? Phoenix. Yeah. You're going to go Bulls. Give me the Bulls. The Bulls. The and Bulls. we go to the NHL for Tony's favorite team against Scraby's. It's the Kings and the, the Sharkies. Uh, here we go. It's in L.A. Uh, Kings can only be favored by one and a half, but the Sharkies are I don't know that the Kings so have won this bad. one and a half favored bet one time this year. I have not gotten them right at all. I'll take the Kings tonight because the Sharks are the worst team in the league. The Sharks. Can they get over? Can they get two goal get win here? They got to win by two. Ah, give me the Kings. Got to go Kings. Gravy, you going Sharkies? Why not? Why Let's not? go with the Sharkies. Why not? Even though they're terrible, they are. They're the they're they're at the bottom. 
of the National Man, Hockey League. Man, when I went League. to college there, they were they were the tops of the top. Yeah, they were. Well, it goes in goes in streaks. What like was that. his name? Joe Pavelski. Joe Pavelski was a good player. They had a lot of good players Look on that. Gray. On I paid that shark team. I, 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 I'm oh, a, speaking of speaking of uh, sharkies, well, it's not really about the sharkies. I was thinking Avalanche, but oh. Patrick Waugh makes his debut today. Patrick Waugh is the new head coach of the Devils, Devils, I believe. Is it the Devils? No. It's not the no, Devils. No, it's the, um, oh gosh, I saw this it's this not morning. The s- oh, the Long Island. Um, the Islanders? Yes, the Islanders. The Long Island sorry. Islanders. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Island. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Patrick Waugh is a now a head coach. This is second New York stint, Islanders, right? that's right. He was a head coach before, right? Was he? Boy, if he was, I didn't remember it. I'm pretty but, sure he was. Uh, he coached for the Avalanche. Yeah, that's what I thought. He did? Was he the head coach? He was the head coach. He played for them. I don't remember. Well, I guess he coached. No, I, I definitely remember him as a coach. All right. Spend some time. Patrick oh, yeah. Waugh? Yeah, 2013, he was named head coach and vice president of hockey operations. Patrick Waugh's best line ever. We uh, had it last week. What was it again? I can't hear you, Jeremy. I have two rings, championship rings in each ding, of my ding, ears. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Patrick Waugh invented that line. All right, that's a good one. Let's, uh, let's step away. Let's get to break. When we come back, we've talked about it. Fans rushing the court. Well, some special person got hurt, and it might end it all. More Gwen and Chris on the way. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet uses during times of congestion. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to the program. 3.23 is the time. Uh, we may not be able to run on the court after basketball games because of Caitlin Clark, the superstar at Iowa. I'll tell you what happened during a minute. Before we get to her, I love that tweet that you just read oh, about oh. all the fan because Taylor Swift is, you know, whether we like it or not, is in the news. The sports news. Chiefs are going to the AFC Championship game. I'm reading all over the place that as a country, we need to root for the Baltimore Ravens just to keep Taylor from the Super Bowl and ruining the Super Bowl. There's better things to worry about, people. There are much better things to worry about. Um, but a lot of people seem to have this feeling. You can this may it. change your opinion, though. Yeah, you can almost book it, though. If Travis Kelsey does something in the game, they're going to show Taylor next. It's going to happen. Yes. Yeah, as her man's. 
Do we need to go to every single wife in the stands hey, or girlfriend? At, read my man's, right. and then you can see how good you got it. <laughs> read this, so this, read from, this one to make you feel a little bit better out there. Here's from Maddie underscore Angles, and it's all you football fans crying over them, panning to Taylor Swift from Travis Kelsey makes a catch. Don't know how good you have it. Try being a Cowboys fan and having to look at that bleeping corpse of Jerry Jones every three minutes. I'd much rather look at Taylor. Quit your bitching. Yeah. Facts. There you go. <laughs> so. And they have a they have a, a nice little gif or gif of Jerry Jones stuffing his face with Thanksgiving food. Yeah. So yeah. there. You feel better. You should feel a little bit better now. Uh, all right. Last night, Iowa women's basketball, and they become a thing because of Caitlin Clark. Yeah. She's and that all good. the points that she scores and she put up 45 in this game. It was at Ohio State, but they uh, they got upset. They got beat in overtime. So the second-ranked Hawkeyes fell in front of – I mean, look, this is for Caitlin Clark. 18,660 at this game last night yeah. for Ohio State. I mean, that's that's awesome for women's basketball. But anyway, when Ohio State won the game, of course, the fans ran out onto the floor, stormed the court. And Caitlin Clark was trying to run off the court, and she got blindsided, and she got clipped pretty good, and she went down in a heap, and so now everybody's up in arms about what happened to poor Caitlin Clark. I I don't believe she was injured, although she said she was hammered and blindsided. (laughs) Do you want to? Unfortunately for you, Caitlin, there is video of this happening. She did. I would say clipped is a better word. Um, she embellished it a little bit. She seemed to embellish it a, a I, tad. Anyway. What do you got, Scrape? What do you got? I've been watching this video all weekend to figure out if I can come up with anything. She definitely didn't. S- the young lady who was coming down the the, the stands at yeah. a rapid speed. I don't know how she didn't see Caitlin Clark coming, but she didn't. Caitlin, Caitlin definitely didn't seem to see her. At initially, yeah, I wouldn't say that this is a soft no, no collision. No, no. There's a there's a collision. There's I mean, some the, velocity the other woman behind goes it. Down, yeah, like no, she got hard. she got clipped. What yeah. happens when you get clipped? You fall. I guess so. Well, here's here's Clayton Clark after the game talking about it. I was just trying to exit the court as quickly as possible, so I started running, and I was absolutely just hammered by somebody trying to run onto the court <laughs> and basically blindsided, and um, you know, kind of scary. Could have caused a pretty serious injury to me and knocked the win out of me but um luckily my teammates kind of picked me up and got me off the court so um and their ad already came and apologized to me so i really appreciate that and um you know this is what comes with the territory i mean i'm sure they tried their best to do whatever they could obviously it didn't work and that's disappointing but um you know just focus now on the game and Uh, it's not often that you get to you get to see that in the women's game right uh Stands court storming. court storming, right? But that to what you were saying, Chris, is a credit to to Caitlin Clark and the draw she has become. And guess what happens when you become a draw? There are going to be people who buy tickets that solely want to see you go down. And although she performed at a Caitlin Clark level, yeah, she did. Her highly ranked team did not, and they go down. And you know, when Kansas just got beat, they dealt with it. 
This is, you know. The Aztecs have been dealing with it the last couple of years right. in the Mountain West that's Conference. Because right. they've, they've been so good. Teams now, have are you, running the court. Have you guys watched all the angles? Because there's certain angles that make it look. I a, saw the, the angle from, from, the from the up top. Yeah. That's the one I saw. I did not know there were multiple angles. Oh, yeah. There's this. some from the stands. But the, the one from the top makes it look like it's more of a Caitlin Clark pushing incident than the other one. But. I don't buy that she ran into this person on purpose. Just to push I don't him know out who said. So many people are saying. Wait, that? see, people are saying well, that I mean, she it's, did it's, this it's intentionally. Twitter. It's Twitter. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Well, this that's person stupid. tweeted out the video and said, "Woke up thinking about the young lady who was viciously attacked by Clayton Clark." Oh, Clark. And no, he, this person might be so cat. Yeah. Okay. But if you look at the video, you can see her kind of push off a little bit as she gets yeah, close. Yeah, I think she's pushing off as a reactionary. Like, right. oh, this, it, yeah. it came out of the corner of her eye, and she. I think she put her arms up to protect herself, but. It was too late. The only thing I would say for Caitlin Clark, and maybe like you said, Tony, there's not many court stormings in women's basketball, but she better get used to it now. Yeah. And if that, I mean, if they lose a game, you know, look over your shoulder before you just put your head down and sprint off the court because yeah. you could run into somebody who's running onto the court. And maybe, maybe that's part of it, right? They're not used to seeing that, but you know, that's that's going to be the norm if you get beat. You just got to have your head on the swivel. I hope. I, I know. Because it's more likely that the kids that are coming out of the stands have maybe had some adult beverages, and they're the ones that are going to be a little bit, you know. They're, <laughs> they're not, not going to have they, a good feel. Not, yeah. So head up, head on the swivel, get off the court safely. I'm not to the point yet, though, where I want to totally outlaw this. I don't either. I it, still love it. It's still part of college it, basketball. It's one of the few things have... keeping college ba- sports Seems college like sports. it's fun. Right. Let them storm the court. Just everybody be careful out there, and it should be fine. And I know I'm going to say that, and somebody's going to get seriously injured, and they're going to say, remember when you said it's okay to storm the court? 100%. I, I don't but get... I, I really hope that you know this isn't something that gets taken away from fans. I, I'm, I'm looking through some more comments that have uh, come in today on some of these tweets, and I, I don't get why we've all of a sudden, or some people have all of a sudden started blaming Caitlin Clark for, for pushing her. It's that's, like That's crazy. Number one, that person's not supposed to be on the court. End of argument for in my in my mind. End of argument. Like she's not supposed to be there. So Caitlin Clark can. She push is her if one she wants of a thousand to. on the court. Though, yeah. No, I get that. It's just like I don't understand why all of a sudden Caitlin Clark is to blame for this. Uh, that's that's just Twitter being Twitter. I mean, that's this ridiculous. is why I don't go on Twitter on the weekends mostly. <laughs> just you on the go weekend. on Twitter twenty four hours a day. Stop. Oh, Stop oh yesterday I I checked it last night and that was it because. Uh, so you did go on, in but the on weekend. Saturday night it, the Forty ers I was tweeting a little bit, but of course you were. So you were on it all weekend actually. Not no, yeah. I was Except on, on Sunday. Ah, okay. just just once at night before I went to bed. And Saturday when you were tweeting during the game. Yeah, but uh, other than that, nothing. <laughs> How about Friday night after your show? Little tweeting. I don't know that I did. After I'm sure my you tweeting. did. No, I went home and played Call of Duty. Seven so days no a week. Tweeting. There's it's, no it's, tweeting. It's okay. You know, the Call of Duty game is. Uh, is is getting? I'm I'm getting pretty good at it, and I'm also spending way too much time playing it. I think I played. That's it, the only way you get good at it. Actually. I think you played it for like four hours on Friday. Don't you just work. don't you just run around in an app? Apocalyptic society and kill people in Call of Duty. No, Call of isn't Duty. there something you can be doing better yeah. with your well, life than you, that? You can shoot zombies, but um, oh, shoot zombies. No, okay. Well, is now there I now I get. <laughs> yes, Chris. There now is. I get. No, You're I, shooting I, zombies by by all means. Don't let me stop you. Um, I'm not going to let you stop me because it's amazing. But it, it's just four hours. I can see why parents get a little upset when their kids are on the video game system for four hours. Four hours. Yeah, it was yeah. a lot. It was a lot. 
I didn't play it all Saturday. Grown ass so. man out there, four hours on the, on the video game. Uh, someone on the chat said that Caitlin Clark needs to thank F- uh, Floppy Devox for his uh, his tutelage. <laughs> so Floppy Devox. He, he thinks that she embellished. A we, little. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. we agreed. We yeah. agreed. Yeah. All right. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll recap all four divisional playoff games: the good, the bad, and the ugly. I'll give you a little bit of preview. There is no bad and ugly this weekend. Four good games. We'll talk about them all and some highlights for you to enjoy when Gwen and Chris comes back. 2.38 on the clock. 3.38 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, matched Scraby. GB, you headed your way. Good, bad, ugly. Ain't too much ugly about these four games, as Chris mentioned before we went to break. Just greatness across the board. A lot of good stuff we got a chance to see this weekend. I don't think any of it was uh, had to be streamed in order to watch it. No, nope, actually so you, didn't have to pay for any you, of this. This was all cable TV Yes, ready. I've already uh, canceled my subscription to Peacock <laughs> happily. Peacock gets no Although more love. Although I will say this. It takes about an hour oh, yeah. to cancel your... They make you earn that cancellation yes, now. They're not just... Call? <laughs> they... Oh, my goodness. You don't have to call anybody. You have to... You got to find the secret windows to get yes. out of that bad boy. It is not easy to uh, cancel Peacock. <laughs> That's why it's... When you think about it... And honestly, about halfway through, you're like, oh, I'm going to keep That's... the son of a gun. <laughs> ex- That's exactly yeah. what they're hoping. Yeah, I'll oh, just Oh, we're going to make this so complicated that is that you I'll know what? I'll do it what? next month. Forget it. I'll do it. Forget about it. I'm sure... There should be more rules and regulations around canceling stuff because it does seem like they make you jump through a whole oh, lot. They, you got to, you got to, like I said, you're going to earn your cancellation. You're going to get this. You're going to work for it. Ultimately, all right. GBU. Before we get there, we got traffic. Uh, not yet. So Still don't have traffic. We'll get to the traffic maybe in the middle. Oh, it, there's a lot going on out there right now. Okay. So, uh, touche, Chris. I will alert you to traffic when we need to go to it. Okay. I will maybe pay attention to you when you do that. But in the meantime, the good, the bad, and the ugly from the divisional playoff round in the National Football League uh, was all good. I mean, I, I, I really tried to find bad, tried to find ugly, couldn't really find any of it anywhere. So we'll go right into the good. And it starts with Lamar Jackson and the masterful performance he turned in once again. 100 yards rushing, two touchdowns. Only needed to throw for a buck 52 because the Baltimore defense shut down C.J. Stroud and the Texans. Baltimore rolls into the AFC Championship game. Lamar with a snap. Quarterback draw up the middle. He's to the 10. Five touchdown Ravens! Lamar Jackson and the Ravens regain the lead! It's hard not to think back as it pertains to Lamar on draft day. You know, the the Ravens traded back into the first round to get him. And I believe it was Dion who was actually interviewing him, ironically, at the time. And, was, and he was basically like, they're going to get a Super Bowl out of me. Well, in order to get this Super Bowl, he's going to have to beat the king at this point in Patrick Mahomes. He can get through this and he gets them a Super Bowl, man. This is... I, I still can't. I still go back to this offseason with all those teams, at least 15 that needed one, decided, ah. Even the other 10 who didn't need one <laughs> right. should have got him. They didn't want him. So, God, is he good. He, he's, he's playing some great football. That I'll defense be, is supporting him in a major way, too. I'll be honest. Um, you know, the offensive coordinator for the Ravens, I don't know his name, but they kept showing him up there looking very satisfied. I think the guy's an idiot. 
<laughs> because I would call the quarterback draw every at time. least every other player. I think. That, I mean, has anybody held it to a gain of less than ten? I don't think so. All season? I don't think so. It. it, it I mean, what are you doing? Even bothering with anything else? In some ways, you can thank this coordinator because prior to this, it's been hard for Lamar to finish a season. No, you're right. He's upright and playing perhaps his best football. Yeah, Houston didn't help themselves. Eleven no. penalties. I mean, they made without it, the hey, kick return. This this game is is a route. Is a route. Yeah, they they had eleven penalties. They were a bunch of false starts. They were behind the sticks. Seemed all like day. a young team, huh? Right. You can't do that to have any chance against Baltimore. Only rushed for twenty two yards. Baltimore rushes for two thirty nine. They just bludgeoned them with the run in the second half. It was just. We are just ran it, running this right down your throat. We don't even need Lamar to do it. We're going to use the three different backs we got back here, and they're going to just take chunk yards of you all game long in the second half. Texans look a little tired, too, which they should have been. I mean, they've been playing for their season all year. When did uh, Dalvin Cook hook up with the Ravens? I honestly haven't recalled that it was until like, they handed him the ball. Yeah, it was like a couple weeks before yeah. the postseason He got season released started. by the he Jets. He asked for his release to from the Jets. To yeah. a team, just like Zach Ertz is all of a sudden now a lion for the last two, possibly two games of the year. And how much money is Odell Beckham Jr. making with the Ravens? Tony, are I you I think he's sure. making a good amount. Uh, let me look. One catch for 12 yards. Only one oh target. I mean, they don't really use him at all. And yet, he's gone his way maybe to another Super Bowl. He's making $15 million this year. I guess that's pretty not high enough. for a wide receiver. Is it? Yeah. Baltimore 34, Houston 10. Game two on Saturday. Scraby probably was a little tight. Tight? He had to be a little tight. I know he won't admit. I know he won't admit it now, but I did. I have admitted it multiple times. His team trailed three nothing. His team trailed thirteen seven. His team trailed twenty one fourteen going into the fourth quarter. But the top seeded Bang Bang Gang found a way late. High <laughs> formation, toss to McCaffrey, big hole, and he runs out across the thirty, breaks a tackle, he's gone, touchdown. C-M-C! Oh, but did you guys see that the play clock was uh, zero? It, it should have never been like this before. And once again, a very poor rendition <laughs> of my voice. You never got, gave me a chance to to talk about that little Oh, go thing. ahead. It literally happens in every game. And, and it happened last night in the Buffalo game, and guess what? They called a uh, delay game beep, penalty. Beep. Well, if it was a – I didn't see that play. But of maybe course it was you did. More... Conveniently didn't. Buffalo, find Buffalo got hit it. over the head with it. Conveniently, you didn't see that play. I just uh, – I don't know. Did you get the play off or not? Yes. In time. Yes. You no, know, you want didn't. To know why? All the <laughs> no, video, you didn't. All the video clips I see online have the play in motion while it says – like it says zero, so it hit zero, but they were still ready to go. I don't know what that means. <laughs> what that means because they need to actually have snapped the ball. I was trying to ball. argue, Chris, but that was a terrible That's a good thing. Is, see, I don't even need to come up with things to argue with you about. You just argument. ruin your own argument <laughs> on your own. But it doesn't matter because it literally happens in every single game. Sometimes well, they get called, sometimes they don't. It obviously doesn't matter because it counted and the 49ers won because of it. Oh, 24 yes, yes. 21. They won because of that one play. That's why they won, Scrape. They didn't hurt. Uh, Green Bay won. had a lot of reasons to think they could win the game, but. You know, ultimately that missed field goal hurt them. And, uh, you know, McCaffrey, that guy's too good. I'll say this, had the 49ers lost, 
Would Scraby be whining about the fact Green Bay won penalty the whole game? I tweeted about it. For five, yeah, I know you did. <laughs> I, mean, I know you did. It's kind of crazy. They're disciplined. No, I channeled Chris's uh, from the Eagles-Dolphins game from way back when, when the Eagles didn't have one penalty. Right. There's zero chance in an NFL game that one team has eight penalties and one team has one penalty for five yards. And one team is not disciplined. That's not true. It's just what it is, Scrape. That's yeah. not true. It's just, there were only uh, two turnovers in this game. Reggie Greenlaw got them both, and Scrape hates Scrape. Drake Greenlaw. Yeah, Scrape, Scrape hates, hates that guy. I don't hate him. I just wanted him to go down. <laughs> 49ers. For him to go down. 49ers move on 24 to 21. All right, before we get to Sunday's action, let's check today's traffic around SD. Yes, be careful out there as we get into Sunday's action. In the National Football League, uh, this game also ended up in the good category. And that's because I thought Tampa Bay really played great. I, I did not have a lot going into this one for Baker Mayfield. Uh, until that last pass, which was probably ill-advised, I thought he played terrific football. He yeah. hung in there. He took some hits, kept making big plays. Uh, you know, yeah, he got betrayed a little bit. Evans dropped a couple on him. But Baker Mayfield, we rated him, guys, the eighth best quarterback of the eight. It's a high rating, though, because he's a good quarterback. Yeah, I mean, he's not bad. Jared Goff was a little bit better. No interceptions. Lions had a little more running game. And just a little bit enough of Jameer Gibbs. Deep back Gibbs. Goff turns. Gibbs to Gibbs over the left side. There he goes inside the 30. Inside the 25. Gibbs. Speed. 10. 5. End zone. Touchdown. Yes, the Lions turning on the Jets. Jameer Gibbs running away from the defenders. And the Lions are back on top. It's so cute Nothing to better like than a yes, sir, in the middle of a call. Yeah. Yes, sir. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Help me. The guy he put the move on there was uh, Winfield, the uh, all-pro oh, yeah, really safety good. for he just ran by Tampa him. Bay, and he just put his foot in the ground. Yeah, It wasn't even a, a shimmy. It was just, right I'm going to put my him. foot in the ground and run to your left and buy you. They've got some players there, Detroit, that uh, the 49ers are going to have to uh, deal with this Sunday. Among them is Amon Ross St. Brown. Ooh, yeah, he's I a, thought He's I, a tough dude, yeah. man. I thought he made the play of the game on that third and yes. long, and yes. he came Caught the ball two yards and short, battled for and the then yards. just took both guys with him for the first down. That's a that mean, was a big play. That's a mean wide receiver, it man. Is. Like he I, is. I would hate to have to deal with him for four quarters. Is he? He's the guy whose dad yes. used to be Mister Olympia, Mister yeah. yeah. World, or something. Yeah, he had a message for Kevin Durant's calves when they. Uh, what was it? The Hard Knocks, where he was like. I don't understand how that guy keeps snapping his Achilles tendon. He needs to do some calf raises. <laughs> I'll say one thing. Oh, Amon, that was his pops who yeah, said that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Amon Ross St. Brown's dad, I mean, I think he's on Amon Ross' case, you know, yeah. making him lift like 24-7. Yeah. This is kind of strange because he is an adult now. But. Well, he's one of the strongest guys in the NFL. He proved it the other day. Yeah, Lions go to the NFC Championship 31-23. to I also want to mention, because I forgot to mention it last week, conveniently, I guess, but the Lions now, uh, with a couple of playoff wins this year, leave the Miami Dolphins as the team in the NFL that has gone the longest without a playoff yeah. win. Yowzas. When was yes. that? Honestly, I'm asking. 2000. Ooh. Last time the Dolphins won a playoff game, they had the longest drought of any team. Wow. Thank you very much. Uh, final game last night. Yeah, yeah. Put that away for a few months. <laughs> 
until they start September 5-0 and next year like they always and do. They, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they do. <laughs> uh, all right. In the great category, to me, was the matchup between Mahomes and Josh Allen last night. Kansas City wins it 27-24. Kelsey got back into the act. These two quarterbacks, fun to watch. It was a, just a great, great football game to enjoy. And KC comes through in Mahomes' first road game. Fourth down and nine for the Buffalo. Placement down. Bass's kick is up, and the kick is no good! A little prophecy! Tyler Bass has struggled, and he just misses the kick. And the Chiefs will take over at the point of the missed kick. Kiss of death right before that. They posted nine for nine in postseason field goals, and seconds later, yeah. first miss. The best thing I saw on that field goal was a tweet of a Kansas City fan getting out a standing oh, room fan, electric fan, the TV. facing the TV, <laughs> but blowing the in kick the, wide it, right yeah, from the, the side direction. of the TV That's screen. Kind of funny. And then, of course, the kick went right right. And they lost and the guy it. went. the guy went crazy jumping it. up and down on the tweet. That was a good tweet. Yeah, that sure. was funny. That is fun. He helped. I guess uh, so. <laughs> yeah. Josh Allen's got to feel it. Did you see the Bills fan bawling his eyes out at the end of the I game? Did. I, I did. did. That hurt. That That's painful. Mm. I mean, three times now they've gone out to Kansas City. They also lost at home last year to Cincinnati. You wonder if Buffalo's ever going to get it done. Not because they can't get it done, but just because it's you got to beat Mahomes to get it done. This I mean, guy's the man. The the AFC is so loaded with quarter. I mean, it, the conference championship has been something of Mahomes, Brady, and or Burrow. Allen, and or Burrow. Yeah. Now and or Jackson. Yeah, that's. I mean, you got to get one by one of these guys. Some they can't all go to. They the can't Super keep Bowl. going. They right? can't all go to the Super Bowl, but they're going to be the ones you have to beat to get there. Kansas City won at 27-24. The, the, the play that may not be forgotten in Buffalo, but probably throughout football, was that beautiful 70-yard bomb Josh Allen laid into the arms of Stephon Diggs in the fourth quarter that he dropped. That was heartbreaking for the Bills, I, I especially hate... for a guy of his caliber. Stephon Diggs, you know, has been one of the best receivers in football. I don't know how he missed that one, though. Yeah, that was that was tough. But I, I there's a part of fanning that i'm not a fan of and that is like it can't just be oh man that's he dropped the ball that's a terrible play it's oh he needs to go now he needs to retire now josh allen's probably going to bed happy knowing right. that he'd, he that's, dropped the but ball but that's that's where we are it's, it can't just be man he didn't make that play it's got to be like yeah. made personal and i know, did that's... see one dolphin tweet today in regards to the bills wanting to get rid of him We'll take him. Yes. <laughs> Stephon Diggs still pretty good. He is. But he missed that one. And uh, my wife had a big issue with the Bills fans throwing snowballs they've at been, all the Chiefs after the game. They've been doing it forever. Yeah. I mean, they've been pummeling the opposing team. Oh, that wasn't which, her point. Oh. Her point was that the Chiefs were taunting the Bills fans. Oh, wow. She didn't like that. <laughs> Man. She said, they're taunting. They deserve the snowballs. Oh, no. I said, welcome to the world, though. I mean, <laughs> right. this is the way athletes are, man. They taunt. They, you know, they celebrate. E- Chiefs fans, our Chiefs players was... were more than willing uh, listen, to, to, to put up with a couple of snowballs. I've, I've watched a lot of Buffalo playoff games. They throw snowballs. Yes, they do. And guess what? You're going to get it back when, when you 
throwing snowballs all game and your team loses, you're going to get a lot of waving. I, I thought Chris Jones was hilarious. A little Just, some yeah. blowing, some kisses. Sure. Did you see the heart that Travis <laughs> Kelsey gave uh, Taylor? I saw it. I think they my, said it was to his fans in the stands, but we don't know who it was I, to. I have a hard time believing that her seats were in the corner of the stadium because that's where he was doing it to. As yeah, the, as the, yeah, as exactly. the uh, tweeter earlier said, they could show us shots of the corpse of Jerry Jones every time <laughs> the Chiefs score. So let's enjoy Taylor Swift. Fair enough. Four, All right. There four, we go. Four o'clock hour on the way. Chris versus the fans. 833-288-0973. Here's your chance to play. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places. Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to? One that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids? Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts.